Welcome back to CCRPG. We're coming into our part two of Lancer for tonight's recording. Uh, in the last uh, section, the party had just finished up uh, their defense, their uh, allied defensive combat as they were repelling a force of uh native species off of a turret wall um halfway through that fight they were joined uh by a couple of other lancer pilots um concern and valet uh who gave them a a, a like a a little bit of a uh you know, a, a bit of info, which is they're working for the people on this planet. Who are those people and how did they get this set up? Um, that's kind of the things we're going to be looking into here as Heathcote and Casper lead the party to the mining camp. So uh, we're pretty sure they're space pirates. That, that is what you believe. Yes. theory. <laughs> I mean, they have a cool Jolly Roger. Who's? Yeah. I mean, come on. I I feel bad for saying this. But the more and more I think about it, for someone named Casper, he's not very friendly. <laughs> but he's not dead, so therefore he doesn't have to be friendly. Yeah, it's only uh, after he dies. Is that how that works? <laughs> yeah. He's I'm called the so ghost. so sorry, Chuck. It must have been painful to keep that joke in during that entire break we just had, not being able to say <laughs> Honestly, it. So. Just, Genius yeah. joke. <laughs> You know, you know it was guy. hard. It was hard. As he sadly crosses out one more line in his joke book. Just, ah, almost. Get him next hey, time. Keep keep workshopping your material. You're, you'll get it. <laughs> Someday you'll have a tight five you can use. Yeah. <laughs> Someday. And he'll just rip another sheet off his wall, prepare, ready to go. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> Marvelous that, Mr. Chimera. It's that guy and It's Always Sunny. The crazy wall. <laughs> oh, Charlie. Oh, yeah. I mean, same name. There you go. Uh, but yeah, you guys uh, head in towards the mining colony. You guys have been kind of like following along as they as they lead you guys up the mountain, walking in places. Uh, they're going to... They, they lead you along the areas that like... Those of you who don't have jump jets, you can use like the the climbing material that's available on your way. Um, as you guys are going, uh, the uh, the two of them kind of give you a little bit more information. Casper tells you about, um, you know, the um, Flus Delta. Uh, you correctly deduce that it was set up as a trap. Um and that was basically his devising. Um, Casper reveals that as of the time being, he's kind of like the acting security chief uh, for the, the people who are leaving. Um, he's kind of working with uh, some of the security forces who were who were willing to kind of like flip on uh, Manticorp who are local here and has kind of made a team of people who like knew the city well and could help them basically weaponize it against out like people coming in from the outside. Um, um, did we meet up like right away or am I still off with Casper alone? Uh, I mean, you guys are all in calm range, but you would be probably ahead with him since you're lithe and boosty. Okay. 
you want to do anything with that or uh well i i i didn't i didn't think we were still in the mechs i guess it uh that works uh yeah no i guess i just wanted to ask him just away from everyone else something but i would wait till we just got out of mechs because i think we're gonna get to the hangar first i'll ask him then Okay, so yeah, um, what does happen is as you guys get up the mountain, uh, you eventually find an area that's cut into it. Um, like a, it's it's like a valley. Um, it's almost like a crevasse, right? Like about halfway up the halfway up the mountainous region, there is an area that's like cut into the stone that actually widens the further you follow it down into an opening. Um, kind of almost like a, a hidden little uh, alleyway through the mountains. Um, and it doesn't take that long, another like 10, 20 minutes traveling along here. And you reach basically the uh, the outskirts of what will in the distance you can see is the upcoming mining camp. Uh, as you guys approach, you do see there's like a service area off to the right um, that those two are actually heading over to. Uh, there's not so much hangars here as there is like service platforms. Um, they kind of like both uh settle down on a couple of service platforms and kind of power down their mechs uh all around the sides of the cliff around the mining uh station that you guys are in right now you see similar turrets to the turrets that were on the wall basically surrounding the whole mining camp and all along the valley above you all right so um uh are there empty service platforms we can go to and yes, also power there down? there are more than are needed um it is it right. looks like if like a full it would it would take like a full platoon of uh like service vehicles to occupy all of these yeah so i'll pick the closest one and start spinning down yeah same all right. Yeah. As you guys kind of like get there and power down, um, you'll see uh, there's not so much like you. It looks like there are support structures around that you could get to like climb out of your mech, but they don't seem to use them. Um, so this is your first time seeing them. Uh, Casper and Heathcote uh, basically climb out of the cockpits of their mech and just kind of like jump down to the ground. Um uh, the one you see getting out that is Casper, uh, is young, um, is, I mean, how old are you, Rock? Uh, early 20s. You guys are probably around the same age as each other. Uh, he's a young dude. Um, and on the other end of the spectrum, Heathcote looks like he's in his late 60s. Um, he is like an old man. Uh, he's he wears kind of like a like a a double breasted robe almost. It has buttons going down the front, um, and he has he has almost like a he has. Almost, I just had an image of like the uh, the like the silk like smoking jacket for some reason. Oh, that's awesome! Oddly, you can see as you guys kind of like approach coming out of your mechs, uh, he's wearing almost like a priest collar around his around his neck. Um. He's an older man, very wrinkled, very like sun dried almost. Uh, he he has the look of a, like a, a person who's done a lot of heavy work, um, but his clothing looks like pristine, like he's he's almost wearing vestments. Um, 
on the other hand, Casper is wearing basically like a pilot's outfit, uh, very, very much like slim fit clothing, a lot of mobility. Uh, and he's like a young dude. Um, he's he's a little bit of darker complected. He has jet black hair that he is a little bit longer and he has pulled back into a ponytail that goes down over one of his shoulders. Um. They kind of like wait for you at the base of their mechs uh, as you guys walk over. Have we heard Heathcote speak at all yet? Not yet. Nope. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I hop out of my mech um, and I'll walk up to the two of them and hold out my hand. Say, Astro Jammin, pleased to meet you. Casper uh, will walk up and he'll shake your hand. Casper Velium. Nice to meet you. I guess Casper is the friendly one. <laughs> by the way, uh, as, that was a good one. <laughs> as he releases your grip, he says, by the way, uh, thanks for getting to the wall before we could get there. It's been a slow but steady decline. We're steadily losing turrets faster than we can repair we're just hoping it holds out long enough for us to get people off world. Why not use one of your sonic resonators um, to uh, lure the creatures away from the turrets? We can't risk drawing attention closer to the camp. If we use that much power closer to here, people will be able to pick it up from orbit. Does that makes sense. We did pick up um, a signal from one of the sonic resonators in the city when we first came in on our ship. We're operating on emergency power here. We turned off all the all the power generation in the mining camp except for the emergency generator, which is is very low use. We got some emergency lights on, uh enough to light some pilot lights and and keep the heat and air going, uh keep uh, our environmentals working, but People are living bare bones here for the time being. How soon are you expecting to get them off this rock? He looks like as you ask it, he looks kind of frustrated that he's giving this answer. You can see it on his face that this isn't what he wants it to be. And he's like, got like another week. Mm. Well, uh, hopefully we can maybe we can help speed up that process or. At least help it go smoothly. If only. Where are you gonna even gonna where are you even gonna go? That's uh that's classified. Fair enough. We're getting these people out here. Uh hopefully to somewhere they'll not be found again. They want a break. break. They want a clean break from the system, and that's what we agreed to give them. A question for you. Yeah. What about the people that didn't want to break? Where are they? They get an option. They get to come with everyone else and join along anyway. Or we'll leave them tied up, but able to get out and uh, enough supplies to hold them over until a rescue party arrives. But they are here? Yeah, they're in lockdown. How many? Surprisingly few. Uh, maybe like 20, 30 
city must have been. Yeah. It's what they've done to generations of people. Let's just say that us arriving only gave an option to people who were ready to take it. There's been armed insurrection here before this. Well, uh, considering the wealth of resources this planet has, all the iridium alloy, um, it's only a matter of time before Manticore sends a large contingent of um, offensive contingent to secure uh, their assets here. Yeah. Um, they sent us, they sent teams before um, you tell us, and um, I think probably after us, if we don't report back or um, whatever happens, they're not going to mess around. Yeah. That's why we're hoping you're going to help. Yeah, right. let's, uh, let's let's see what we can do. All right. Well, uh, let's talk to Joyce then. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, if you'll follow us through the through the camp, we'll we'll take you to see her. Uh, so yeah, over this time, Rock, if you wanted to isolate uh, Casper to ask him something, you can. Uh, that's Okay. Um, so yeah, working your way, uh, through the mining camp, um, you make your way, um, it is, it is more than just like, uh, like a camp of tents or something like that. This looks like a small city, right? Like this, this looks like it was already permanent infrastructure here before they moved all these people here. Um, there are like various like little outpost shanties set up as well, like little prefab, like quick construction things uh, that you guys would be used to seeing. But there also just seem to be a fair amount of like buildings that have been here for decades. Um and you're brought to one of those, the largest one in camp. Uh, it has the look of like a a government building about it uh, or maybe an office building. Uh, as you're brought in the front door, um, Casper and Heathcote kind of like lead the way. Um, you notice there's a couple of armed guards um, as you transition inside. Um, there is just... A lot of people here like going to and fro, seemingly organizing things. There's a lot of people uh, you hear background noise of um, people coming in from the outside, talking to people about like, we need to move these supplies. What about this group? These people have been asking for days if they can relocate to a different building and like a lot of day to day kind of administrative work happening here. Um, you're taken kind of further back past all these kind of like open rooms with long, wide desks that people are talking over um, into a back room. Um, and it is kind of like a almost like a situation room, uh, like a long desk uh, with a lot of like papers on it. A bunch of people not like pouring over them, but kind of like in groups of two or three standing at different areas around the room just discussing things. 
um, and Casper takes you to one of them, uh, an older lady. Um, she is she's she reminds you a bit of Chimera. Uh, um, she's very, very <laughs> akin to Evelyn, uh, like a hard worked uh, looking older lass uh, who is hardy. Uh, and she is kind of like shuffling through some some stacks of paperwork. And uh, as you guys approach, she kind of like looks up at Casper and you can notice her like very quickly appraise the four of you uh, as you all approach. And she kind of like after she does, she decides to like purposely she like stands up from her desk and kind of like stands with her arms crossed as you arrive. Uh, Casper comes up first and says, all right, Joyce, uh, we finished our uh, perimeter sweep. We lost a few more turrets in the north and the south, and we found these. Figured we'd bring them back here to talk to you. She, like, looks at him, nods, looks at, you, looks at you all. I, <laughs> until, I hear, until I hear otherwise, I'm just imagining her as a palette swap Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's the Evelyn from World Two Two instead of the World One One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll I'll also wave. She like looks over all of you, like with her arms still crossed, and says, "Well, if Casper brought y'all here, then he must think you're worth talking to. Who you working with?" Well, we're working for you now. Good answer. We I like were, to hear that initiative. Who were you working for? We were sent here by Manticore, um, but we weren't given many details about what was going on here. We were just told to investigate the situation here on the planet since they lost uh, contact. What did it but seem here, like they knew before they sent you? Well, I, it seemed like they knew something went wrong. And they were very worried about their assets on this planet. I think, I think they normally wouldn't care about a small colony out in the far reaches of space if it wasn't for that colony sitting on a whole bunch of iridium alloy. But if they knew more, they weren't telling. They were awfully secretive. All right. Well, could mean they don't know as much or... Could mean they do know something already and just weren't willing to share it with y'all. <sighs> she looks at Casper and then back at you all and said, Well, I'm glad you're here. I'd appreciate an outside perspective because we're kind of working to the capacity of what we got right now. What's it look like they're doing? Um... What's it look like Manticore's doing? Yeah. Well, from what I know, you're the second team they've sent down. Imagine the first never reported back. Do they seem like they're in a hurry? Um, the the issue seemed pretty pressing. Um, we were uh we met with one of their operatives uh who was very secretive about the whole ordeal. Um. And I think very eager for us to um, to get in and assess the situation. I would imagine um, that at this point, 
they're probably going to be sending in reinforcements to secure uh, uh, whatever they have here if they don't hear back from us soon. That's just speculation, but uh, they they don't seem like they're messing around. All right. All right. Well, I'm just going to lay things on the line here for you, and maybe we'll have a little powwow about what you're thinking. But we have maybe six, 7,000 people here. Uh, we're all looking to get off world. We've been working with these folks. Contacted us about three years ago. We made a deal. We gave them a skim off the top for the last three years for our Iridium Allen production. In exchange, they're going to get my people off world. Somewhere that we aren't going to see Manticorp no more. Now. Can't exactly secretively send an entire population into outer space. So we had to do something, make a move eventually. So we shut down the town. Left everything on auto. Hoped that uh, they wouldn't notice us missing until the first shipment didn't come in. Which seems like is what happened. I hired on Casper here as our head of security, and he set up all them lovely traps that I'm sure y'all saw back in Flu Delta. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, yes. We uh, had a personal experience with one of them. They're effective. Good to hear. Now, I don't know what the next step here is if we leave Flu Delta the way it is and hope whatever they send down loses some uh, numbers to that. Or if uh, we need to contact him ahead of time to head something off. But there's going to send more after y'all. And we need to know what to do about him because our ride got delayed. And we're going to be here another six days. Well, we could uh, try to get in contact with Manticore. Um, under the pretense of giving an update on the mission. Um, I'm not sure how possible that would be. Uh, we have one contact um, uh, uh, who calls himself John Smith, obviously not his real name. Um, she rolls her eyes when you say that. <laughs> not sure if he, he will even take a call from us until we report back and tell him the mission's done, but suppose it's worth a try and maybe we can try to gather more information about what they might be planning as far as their next steps. Not a bad idea. Now, here's the thing. We have transports coming here to pick these people up. They're going to arrive in six days. They're all going to be jump capable, so we don't need to go through the gate. In fact, we're going to the opposite end of the system. We're hoping it looks like we all just disappeared. The trick is... We need to make sure that they're out of here before people come snooping. So that means we either need to stop them from getting here or we need to hold them off before they get here. And we'd sure appreciate your help in doing that. Makes sense. Yeah, uh, I'm down. Uh, got any plans for that yet or still kind of an idea at this point? Well, up until now, our plans were to... Uh, 
hold the line at the turrets and hope to hell that uh, with what little bit of defenses we had and with a bunch of radio silence, they wouldn't get here within the next six days. But now we got a new piece on the table, i.e. you all. Well, uh, they don't know, obviously, yet that we, we've been talking with you. Um, it could be possible if they do arrive, we can run interference, lead them astray a little bit, try to buy you some time. We could probably make up some sort of sob story to say that that's keeping us busy, like we're still searching the area. Maybe that'll give them enough information to hold off for a few days. Do you think that the people that you have captured here would talk if we took them back to Manticore and told them not to? Yeah, insofar as what? What you getting at? I still don't understand why we didn't just blow up the city. By we, I mean, I guess you all, because I'm here working with you now. We blow up the city, say we took the survivors that we could, i.e. the prisoners you have here, back to Manticore. As long as they don't talk, Manticore is none the wiser that you guys even survived. I don't know if that's going to be useful enough. Them, uh, I mean, unless you're willing to get your hands real bloody, because uh, we had a couple loyalists amongst them folk. I mean, if we, we take the prisoners back, their prisoners back to Manticore, they're highly incentivized to just tell Manticore everything they know. I don't see why they would uh, keep their mouths shut. They get to leave, and if you want, I can deal with loyalists. She She looks, like, conflicted when you say that. How about we make, the, how about we make that plan B? We're talking about your prisoners, the ones that didn't want to um, leave the colony, right? I, I'm sorry, just uh, bringing them directly to Manticore? Of course they're talk. She kind of like looks at Rock and then like looks at you and just she just shakes her head and says, well, We'll cross that bridge when we get there. For now, knowing you're here is good enough. What I'd recommend is giving me some time to think about what we can do now we got a little bit more forces and a little bit more options. Maybe take a look around the camp. Uh, you can check in on things, talk to people here, maybe rest up a bit. I'm sure it took a little while to get out here from the city, and it sounds like you ran into some of our traps, so... If you need some time to rest up, now's the time. Uh, if you need anything from me, this is where I am night and day. And uh, Casper here is chief of security. Someone says you ain't supposed to be somewhere. Casper will tell him otherwise. All right. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, we probably should uh, uh, get ourselves situated. Uh, it's been and a long mission for us. I, w I wouldn't object to uh, fixing up our mechs, too. All right, well, anything else you all need or anything else you want to go over right now? I'm more than willing to talk if you want to talk now, but if you want to take stock of things, that's okay, too. 
Um, we're going to need to drop you... some plans over the next day or two to deal with whatever comes next from Manticore. Yeah, that's, sort, think... of what, that, that's sort of what I was thinking. I mean, maybe we can take stock of what we have that can help um, maybe get in contact with our uh, person back at the ship to see what we can scrounge up together. Right. Well, y'all conference with each other and get back to me and let's see where we are in terms of terms of options. Sounds like a plan. Good. All right. Well, I'm going to let y'all go now. I got stuff to take care of. Anything else? Let me know. Will do. All right. And with that, Joyce kind of takes her packet of papers and sits back down at the desk and and kind of like starts sorting through them again. Um, she like flips out a little pair of glasses and puts them on. Um, Casper kind of like turns to all of you and says, well, there you have it. That's the situation we're in. If you need more tactical data or anything specific, let me know. What do you want to see? What do you want to do? Um, well, I'd like to get in touch with our operator back on our ship, um, and inform her of the situation. Um, he starts like leading you all like out of the command center, like as you're having this conversation. Yeah. So if you have a radio we can use, otherwise I could just go back to my mech, contact her from there. Yeah, yeah, I can take you over to the radio station if that's what you want. That's that's fine. Okay, perfect. Thank you, sir. Anyone else? I imagine you are the. Uh, <laughs> now that I think about it, you're that uh, you're that message that's got sent out the, a little bit ago. We picked that up uh, earlier. Oh, you earlier did, today. did you? Yeah, didn't know what to make of it. I figured uh, we probably wouldn't get a response, but it was worth a shot. Let us know you were here. In the future, you know, if you were not uh, on side, might have been bad to give your position away like that. That's true. Of course, we aren't here fully, uh, you know, in bed with Manticore. They obviously sent us to do some recon um, and probably considered us very expendable. Um, if they had fully taken us into their trust, uh, they probably would have wanted us to have, have us deal with you or, or um, attack you straight out. As it stands, I think they just sent us there to get a sense of what was going on and if you know we died we died if all goes to plan manticorp won't ever know who i am um that's that's my hope too all right well what do you need uh get you to the comm center first uh, that would be good all right so yeah he kind of like leads you all through the streets um there are it is it is packed here. Uh, this is like a mining camp made for a few hundred that's holding a few thousand right now. Um, 
you can tell a lot of people are indoors, um, but it is it is obvious just from like the noise, right? Coming from windows, coming from streets. They're just like there. This this area is is teeming with life. Um, as you are taken into kind of like a a small one story building with an impressive looking um, satellite relay on the roof, uh, he you notice he walks up, knocks twice. Uh, waits a minute and then he opens the door and he like holds the door open for all of you. Well, thank you. There's a side. there's a couple people in here um, that are like monitoring signals and stuff, but it doesn't seem like anyone's actively using any equipment. Um, after all of you come in here, uh, Heathcote and Casper follow you in. Um, and you see Casper go over to the people who are like monitoring the lines. And he says something quietly to them and they leave. All right. Um, uh, which one do I use? And I kind of look around at the equipment. Uh, he motions to uh, like a set of old school radio equipment and he says, now, I'm pretty certain um, based off of what we know that the only thing close enough to monitor what's happening on the planet right now was you all. You didn't have any other ships come into orbit with you when you landed, right? Nope, we didn't see any other. Uh, we didn't pick up on any other ships. Because if we make any outbound signals from here, it will give away our position if anyone's close enough to detect it. Uh, we didn't see anyone. We didn't see anyone in the city. You're the first people we've met. All right. And you have a person back in the city then? Uh, yeah, back at the at the dock, at the uh, space dock where our ship has landed. Okay. All right. Well... If you're confident and he like he looks past you, uh, Comet, to like everyone else as well. Uh, he's he's looking at Evelyn. Um, he's looking at Rock like he's he's making sure that none of the, the rest of you seem to like give anything away in terms of like disagreeing. Um, and then once he's satisfied, he kind of like turns over the the uh, machine to you, Comet. All right. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll tune it to uh, the DBC's frequency, and I'll say, first, uh, uh, say, come in. This is this is common. After a, a few seconds of silence, uh, you hear like a slightly staticier version of Torse than normal come over this radio set. Uh, a a Astro, is is that you? It's me. Where are you broadcasting from? This isn't the this isn't yours. No, it's it's not. We found we found where everyone went. You found okay, so they're they're in the mountains? Yes. Um uh and uh we've decided to help them. Okay. Uh, this... I'll, I'll just kind of, I'll kind of motion to Astro. Like I think you skipped a few steps there in the explanation. Uh, as, as you say that, you hear Toy say over the line say, "That sounds like 
one of those dramatic oversimplifications that means things are messy. <laughs> look, look, Asher, do you, do you want me to take this? Because I think you're failing on the um, dialogue here. Thought it summed it up pretty well. Here, why don't you go for it, Evelyn? You so, ba- you can... so basically, we met up with the rest of the city. They, they uh, as I that, imagine, um, Evelyn just shoulder in and just yeah, take yeah, the yeah. They, take the exactly receiver from from Astro. <laughs> yeah, they they basically decide Manticorp is shit, and they're going to um, exodus off exodus the hell out of this planet. And they basically got in contact with the uh, the affair group and said that hey. We think Manicourt shit. Uh, help us get off. They said, sure, give us some alloy. We can make a deal. Um, they got transport ships coming in six days. Um, we've agreed to help them because we also feel that Manticourt is shit. And um, yeah, Ashley pretty much said the rest. Uh, okay. What? Uh uh, I mean, I think at this point we're just trying to figure out how we can um, best uh, prepare them for any more Manicorp people coming in and make sure that the remaining defenses can hold back the creatures and bees and stuff. I'll take the microphone back and say, listen, <sighs> Torsay, I'm not too hot on working for Manticore. I have a feeling they sent us in knowing full well we would probably die on this mission. They didn't tell us. They already sent a team before us um, who never reported back. Turns out they they were uh, 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 terminated uh, when they were exploring um, the city. So, and it seems like they've been treating these people pretty badly. Um, um, so... We 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 sort of uh, allied ourselves with the uh, um, with this group here, but it's going to be dicey. You're telling me how did what? You're just gonna you're just gonna steal an entire population of a city out from underneath a megacorp? We're not gonna do that. We're just gonna kind of help. Uh, and if Manticore sends more people, try to delay them somehow. We'll let the, um, we'll let the, what, what do you guys call it again? The Nobles Affair? Uh, they're going to be handling all the logistics. All right, Astro. Are we, are, okay. All right. Just, just. Keep me up to date on what's happening and let me know what I need to do. Um, uh, if you can just monitor um, and make sure there aren't a, any other ships coming in um, or anything like that. And please let us know uh, if, if you do detect um, if you do detect other uh, another presence on this planet. I mean, I can try. Um... You know, it's a it's a lot easier to scan planets from orbit than it is to scan orbit from the planet. Um, but hell, try to make sure there's nothing directly above us. We could we could try to go back in orbit and just see uh, see what's going on. But uh, we could talk about this later. 
Um, one more thing. Uh, do we have a way of contacting John Smith? Uh, I mean, he gave you his info. I imagine we could route a message to him if we send it uh, to Aos. Yeah, that's what I figured. We might want to uh, check in and just tell him what we found before, uh, you know, deciding to void our contract. Um, just get a sense of what they're planning to do next. Well, if that's what I'm going to do, I need to prep it and we need to send it out soon. So when you get a chance, maybe send me that the data that I don't have yet from your suits back here and I'll I'll upload it as part of the packet. OK, uh, we will uh, get on that right away. OK, thanks, Torse, you're a champ. All right, Astro. Don't get us into any more trouble. Ah, uh, no we'll be fine. There. It's Astro. Look, look, there's three of us and one of one of Astro. I'm sure we'll look out for him. There's not enough of us to keep Astro out of trouble. Shh. I'm telling a lie here. <laughs> I'm being realistic here. You can be both. All right. Mm. Well, uh, after after the comms cut off, um, you guys are kind of like left alone with Casper and Heathcote in the comms room. Uh, yeah, that was um, that was Torse. That's she's gonna be the one. If I guess there's anything up, she'll be contacting us. She's I guess her operator. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, we better head back to our suits and then transmit that data. We're just gonna send. Uh, we're just going to send the data we found when we were exploring the city. Makes sense. And maybe we can get some sort of uh, more information from uh, Manticore. All right. I don't know if he's going to get back to you too quickly. Um, and is, uh, what, four or five jumps away from here? <sighs> yeah, I wouldn't count on it, but worth a try. All right, well, do you need anything else before you all figure out what you're doing? Uh, I'm going to use else? some of your supplies to work on my mech in the meantime, and then I imagine, how regular are your attacks? Uh, I mean, we go patrolling once a day. Um, things will pop up on our sensors here if there's any conflicts going on out in the field is there a particular direction they tend to come from the wall we were at or uh finally that's one of the the least assaulted uh normally the northwest is our biggest issue um but that makes sense that tends to be where well you'd, you'd have to be from here but it's uh it's an area where a lot of the losers in terms of uh claiming territory of the creatures tend to come from and when they range looking for a new space to set up they find this uh how are you looking on um turd or turd repairs uh you, you have any um materials to fix them up at this point or I said turd repairs uh, yeah <laughs> sorry now astro <laughs> <laughs> uh actually that could be helpful um 
we don't have a lot of military supply here. Um, you can use what we have available to, to fix up your mechs, and if you can makeshift something to help us repair some of the turrets, that would be wonderful. It's just... Yeah, that's what I'm sort of thinking. Better uh, than nothing. In the meantime, I'll fix up my mech and then go plant myself uh, up on the northwest side, I think you said. Yeah, yeah, if you want to if you want to take an overview of that, that'd be great. Um before we get down to business, we have something else we want to discuss. Oh, what's that? This is just a, a general question for you, Bob. Mm -hmm. Would this place have enough resources to do a full repair on a mech or was it is it would it just be like a, a quick repair? A uh short so, rest? uh this place if you spend their resources, meaning they will have no resources left, will give all of you two repair cap back. Oh, wow. Okay. But you cannot get a full repair here. There's not enough supplies. Okay. Okay. Two each? Two per person. It'd be nice if we just if I only one. need one? Yeah. Uh, if you only need one, then you can either leave them with supplies or use some of those supplies as like to repair turrets with or basically there are eight repair cap here in this base that you can use. OK, um, I'm just yeah, I would say I need at least one because I am at zero. So having same, yeah, something is better than nothing. Um, I'm I'm good. I, I don't need any repair caps. Uh, I'm halfway down, meaning I've used one. So, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm at zero out of five, and uh... I'm fine with not taking one. Uh, I I don't imagine it'll take much. I'll just yeah, play. I, I got four out of five, and i just have some hp i'm down so like i don't need now any. now to note uh it's not just a rest you'll need to take these repair cap from them um you will need to basically do the equivalent of taking a full repair uh like right. rest so it will still take like the 10 hours but instead of getting a full repair you have eight repair cap to distribute as you please i would say at least two of us. Like, I'll, I'll just take Astro and focus for the 10 hours on repairing the mech. On repairing, starting repairs on the mechs. Um, I don't think, I don't, I don't think, um, I feel like at least for one of the days we need to do this so we can prepare for whatever is coming. Well, yeah, uh, you guys can totally get that. And when uh, we'll get to that when we get you guys back out to your max and talk about going into like the next day, basically. OK. I just wanted to clarify what, what we had. Right. OK. Sounds good. Uh, what, what was it that you wanted to talk about, Casper? We have... Uh, another thing we'd like to accomplish here uh, before we leave. And if you all help us with it, well, um, let's just say uh, the Noblest Affair uh, can be very helpful as an ally. Uh, what are you trying to do? 
he like looks around. You he, you can tell he's checking both doors to make sure they've closed. The people here don't need to know this. In fact, it might put them in more danger if they do. But before we leave, we want to sabotage the mine. Rendering it useless for Manticore. That's right. How do you plan on doing that? We've had a mind of setting up demolitions, doing something to close off the cave entrance, but those would all be temporary. We want to make it unusable. It's going to be very dangerous, but we plan on igniting the iridium alum while it's still in the vein. The hell? If we help you, we're already sticking our necks out, um, helping the people evacuate here. If we do this, we might as well declare outright war on Manticore. Um, what can you give us that makes it worth our while? That's the thing. Actually, is it- I don't have anything on me right now. Is we this can the help only you vein? The f- this is what they have on the planet. This is the iridium alum mine that's here. I'm just saying, is like there may be another. Vein. They might just find another vein. Um, and if it takes them a few decades to survey for it, to build an entirely new infrastructure to mine it, well, that's a few decades they won't be setting up a new exploitative camp. Fair enough. Uh, never mind. I'm, I'm just thinking to myself. Oops. Double the word there. Um, Evelyn, yeah, that, that you, was you have a mining background. What do you know about igniting? Yeah, a, yeah, that, a that's li- alloy? that was literally what I was going to suggest. And then I was trying to remember what the how the role works for that. Uh, and not act. Yeah, so act like a fool. it's just a it's just a pilot check. Um, I am giving you minor because you have a mining background, right. which is going to give you accuracy on the roll. So you get to roll it with an additional D6 added onto it. Also, you can add triggers as normal still. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what, if I have tr- any triggers I could apply here. Um, what triggers do you have? Uh, nothing too useful. Uh, maybe a hacker fix or word on the street. Hacker fix could be good. Because it'd be like figuring out like the detonation system for that. But it's it's up to it, de- um, it Bob depends. To say what it works. depends on what you're looking for. If you're if you're doing high level, like seeing if you even can like think of like a good possible way of doing this. Like if you want information from me for like a general plan, then hacker fix won't be useful. Now, if you're like in there making an actual device that's going to do a thing you need to, then hacker fix starts making sense again. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah, if you're yeah, if I you're totally asking agree. for information. Hacks or hacker fix doesn't help here. I, I think I'm going to do this. So I think I can apply a word on the street here because, like, I think we previously established that Evelyn has not personally ever worked with um, the alloy, but maybe she knows people who has, and maybe like in conversation they've mentioned like, you know, don't light, don't start a fire next to iridium alloy, you know, like something like that. Now, uh, I'm going to counter this by saying we do know that you've done 
knowledge checks on iridium alum before and know surprisingly little about iridium alum i was hoping you wouldn't remember that so uh i'm willing to give you the trigger here it's your call i'm willing you know what uh i'm willing to give you the trigger here but i'm going to modify the amount of information i give you on a success i assume it would be less if it'll be different okay you might not even notice what i've changed hmm. well i mean maybe it, it, maybe you could do like a more general knowledge check like you know uh like how uh large classes of ore you know can be destroyed or, that's kind of what uh, i'm getting at yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah, we could do that but i i don't th- i don't think word on the street would apply here then exactly yeah, I think it might be better. I mean, it is going to hurt the role, but I think it's more reasonable in this situation. Um, so it'll just be a, a D20 plus a D6. That's right. Uh, okay. I know I'm invoking um, bad luck by saying this, but my last few rolls have been bad. Maybe I'll get a good one this time. Cross your fingers? I am, actually. Both, both hands. For fuck's sake, I rolled an eight. You did not. <laughs> I mean, I did roll an eight. I did not roll good, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wish this, I wish this was a system where you could re-roll rolls, but nope, uh, I did not roll good. Yeah, uh, actually, there is a system for that. Um, so, like, this is this oh, that's is right. Yeah, this is interesting. So, um, it's called pushing it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, because we haven't had to deal with this because you guys haven't had any like dangerous rolls you've really need to push. So let's dive into the uh, roll structure a little bit here. Um, yeah, let's push it to the limit. Push it to the limit, limit. Thank you, Bob. I was hoping you'd get that. Uh, <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, funnily, my Lancer core book uh, is erroring out <laughs> as I try to page through it. So I, I actually think, wrote it down. So I'm just going to grab my Lancer book. Oh. <sighs> All right. Where could they get this Lancer book, Bob? Uh I I am assuming you can get it at Massive Press at itch.io. Uh but I don't know because I got it from the backer thing. Um I know that's where you get the PDF stuff for it though. So at the very least it'll send you in the right direction. Um <sighs> All right, so taking a look here. Okay, so um, this is going to be a skill check. Trying again and pushing it. An unsuccessful skill check doesn't necessarily equate to outright failure, but it does mean you failed to accomplish your goal. If you fail a check, you cannot attempt the same activity again unless the narrative circumstances have changed in some way or you push it. Um, Since it isn't risky, you can make a second attempt, uh, but this is called pushing it and it becomes risky. Um, But that also depends on whether or not something can become risky. So this might not apply because you're already in a situation that's like controlled. I don't know if making this risky helps you. Um, because you would just get consequences basically. Uh, oh, random minor facts. Oh, uh, 
I, I know how to do this, actually. I'm scared. I, I'm willing to let you push it, but I need to I need you to know this, that if you if you reroll this and you roll less than a 20, there are consequences. Yep. Yep. That, that's that's how it goes. Uh, you know what? Let's get wild. Let's let's take a chance here. So same rolls before, but it's, just, the, you know, it's the exact same stakes. roll. If you get above a 10, you get a success, but with consequences above a 20 is success with no consequences. You're, you're doing this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Are, are you are you against Jay? I mean, I'm open. If you think this is a bad idea, then I will not do it. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's necessary. But I that's think up, it's, it's up to you. I think it's I, interesting. Counterpoint. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I'm thinking more from the interest. Like, I think it'll make things. You want to make things interesting? We can do it and try to get you know something out of it instead of you know does rock burn? <laughs> that's good enough for me. Pressing enter. God damn it! <laughs> you well, at home. I rolled a four. <laughs> All right. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna go sit my I was right chair over here. Holy shit! I just, I just rolled six times in a row, I didn't, and only one of the times I rolled above a ten. <laughs> what is up with my? G- oh, there, there, there's a twenty. Double or nothing, Bob. Let him roll again. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, hit me, hit me with your best shot, Bob. No, because I'd have to increase it to heroic, and I won't get anything additional on my end out of doing that. So. <laughs> I'm already where that? I want to be. So, situation. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I, I'm going to work with you here a little bit, Evelyn. <laughs> you, you know enough about demolition charges and mining and explosive mining and mining with volatile substances involved that you know how dangerous that can be. You feel like you would be able to figure something out once you know more about Iridium Alum itself. And once you see and serve, like if, if you decide to do this, if you see and survey the area in person and know what you're dealing with, you feel like you'd be able to make a better informed choice. You have some ideas ruminating in the back of your mind about what you might be able to do, but nothing that's instantly applicable. I just had a thought. I, I don't know how this impacts the outcome of this role, but like, would it make sense to literally just get a chunk of the stuff, go to like a an area like free of anything that could potentially like detonate, like maybe just go like to an open field or something, and just see like what happens if we like set off like a detonation on and see what happens, like a, a small sample size, I guess is what I'm getting at. If you want to do that, that's up to you. But I, I, I'm, I not like gonna, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna predict for you what happens yeah, in that yeah. circumstance. No, no. Yeah, if Every, you decide to do is, it, we'll we'll play through it. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it live. I'm I'm just saying, like based on what you said, I feel like that'd be the next logical step here. Um, but back to the conversation. So as as Evelyn's kind of like racking her mind about like, is that even a a possibility? Um, uh, Casper continues. The people. Uh, that I represent um, have a vested interest in making sure that Manticorp loses a resource here. We want to help these people and get them off planet, but we also want to make it useless for them. Why is that so important? 
I don't know how much you know about your employer, but for some people that'd be self-evident. What I'll tell you is there's a lot of people who aren't particularly happy with Manticorp. So are you just doing this on moral grounds or do you stand to gain uh, from Manticore losing a resource here? I'm not going to lie. The Noblest Affair operates in the fringes and sometimes when there's chaos and when there's destabilization, we can move a little bit more freely with a little bit more influence and sometimes get more out of it. But that's not our primary goal here. It would be a welcome side effect. All right. Well, uh, I think uh, we're going to have to, as a team, uh, discuss uh, whether we want to help with this. Um, Can we get back to you? Take your time. I'll be in and around the camp if you need to get in touch with me. Just ask where I am. Uh, usually one of the security guards will know where I am at the time. Okay. And if you need to get back to Joyce, she's not wrong. She's never not at the command center running things. So you'll be able to find her. Does she sleep ever? Uh, it depends on, uh, I guess a two hour power nap sleeping. So sure. She just I assume she also desk. does that at the command center. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Well, we have a lot to talk about. We're going to head back to our mechs, I think, and, and uh, conference. Feel free to move about the mining camp. You're welcome here. But try not to agitate anyone or disrupt things. People here are on edge. There's a lot going on, and a lot of people thought we were leaving in two days, not six days. Yeah, I can understand. Why aren't you? Disappointment. There was a checkpoint issue. Rather than cause a firefight and blow our cover, we had to take a different route. That route added four days onto our expected time. Was the checkpoint issue due to Manticore? Do you know? The checkpoint issue was our ships aren't exactly legal. And there was a there was a reallocation of Corsac ships that we didn't expect to be there when we were going through the system. Huh. Funny that. Okay. Good enough. Well, we'll leave you to it. And with that, uh, Casper and Heathcote will take their leave. You are now alone in the comm center. I wonder right. if it, I wonder if it was any coincidence that um, we we had that thing with Corsac back at the. Um, I'm drawing a blue blank. Um, AO station? Yes. Well, I it's don't know. It's quite possible, but 
I mean, AO Station isn't the only place that you're going to find a group of Corsac ships. Oh yeah, for we sure. We don't know but... exactly know the route that they're taking, nor where they're go, nor where they're coming from or going to. Yeah, it's pure conjecture at this point. I'll turn to everyone else and say, um, listen, if anyone feels uncomfortable with what we're doing here, it's not too late. We can just leave. Tell tell Manticore we found an empty city and we don't know where everyone is and just leave it at that. Honestly, that was the story I was thinking we'd tell them at the end of this anyway if they didn't find out. Well, if we're getting our hands so dirty that we're even sabotaging the mines, um, we may be, uh, we run the risk of uh, uh, casting suspicion on ourselves. It's going to be harder and harder to cover this up the deeper we get in. Evelyn the opposite. In for a penny, in for a pound, right? Yeah. I have no love for Corsac or for these corporations, although I didn't really like the uh, the way Torse seemed to handle it. Oh, Torse, you gotta cut her some slack. Um, she thought we were doing one thing, and now she just found out we're probably gonna be fugitives for the rest of our lives. Hmm. She didn't get any say in the matter. Eh. Yeah, I was expecting something different when you started that sentence, and it really went a way I, I wasn't expecting. How do you mean? I I don't know. I'm just it, saying... It, it, it'll be interesting. Corsay's reaction is, is understandable. Our situation, on the other hand, is not quite understandable. Well, I suppose, what do we want to do? Do we want to help them disable the mine? Uh, well, I mean, I hate to beat a dead horse here, but I... Where did they expect to leave these these uh, prisoners that they have? That's actually a good question. I mean, if they're leaving them in the mine, we're effectively killing them. They said they were they were going to just leave them uh, with supplies, um, and I think then the take expectation off. is probably as long as they can get off ship and warp. It does not matter that the prisoners reveal what happened. It's not about revealing what happened. If they're planning on blowing up this mine, I the way I see it is there isn't another safe place on this planet, from what I can tell. They were condemning them to die either way. This is true. Which, I don't actually... Look, it's 20 to 30 people, they said. Out of 6 to 7,000? I mean... Not the only one that sees it this way, right? It's not um, a great situation to be. I'm not sure I could stand for sacrificing, or making that just kind of justification. I mean, I know how Manticorp would react. But... Are you sure their prospects are so bleak? They're going to leave them with supplies. They could probably live in the colony. I mean, that's just that's the same thing as saying leaving someone on an island with a, with a gun with a single bullet. 
Uh, it's worse because, you know, all of the creatures that currently exist on this planet. Sure. Um, they have this this entire mining station to themselves once once everyone leaves. It has uh, resources. Oh, if it's supplied. blown up. Or what little resources are going to well, remain. I, I, I didn't take it to mean they're blowing up the entire mining station, just the mines itself. Is it is that gonna also destroy the mining station? I don't know, Evelyn. I don't know much about this rock. I mean, I know it is used in making our mechs and everything, but if there's some sort of explosion big enough to burn off all of the minerals down in this cave, at the very least, there will be a giant sinkhole here. At the most, if the explosion is reactive enough to get rid of all of the materials like they say and make it unusable, then it's probably going to reach the surface in a big way. I wouldn't make any assumptions. I, I think, assuming the worst as Rock describes, it would be best here. Well, uh, you could bring up your concerns with uh, with uh, Casper. Maybe they've they've thought of this. I think they made up their mind, but yeah, I, I think given the fact that we're like. given the fact that we're supposed to be keeping the secret, I, I imagine that's one concern on their mind right now. They they struck me as as surprisingly altruistic. I'm sure they're not trying to leave, uh, leave the prisoners here to die. That's true. Three years of skimming off the top. That's not altruistic. Trying to get what they can out of these people. And they're fulfilling their end of their bargain, albeit. But still, it doesn't true, take three years to get enough vessels to get this many people off a planet. Even I mean, on the fringes. They're, but they're, they're, you know, uh, they're making a powerful enemy by doing this. I'm sure they could, you know, uh, make money in, in easier and safer ways. No, I... I mean, part of the point is I, they're going to try to not make that enemy, right? Best way to not make that enemy is to not have any survivors knowing that they were here. Um, well, you wanted to send them to Manticore. I don't, I'm not too uh, gung-ho on that idea either. It was, a, it was kind of a plea to save their life. Beyond that, there isn't another way I mean, that I think they make it out of this. If you, if we send them to Manticore, they're probably dead then too, right? I have wasted enough time trying to just figure out what these corporations do. It doesn't get anywhere. They will do whatever it takes to protect their bottom line, as well as their assets. Meaning those prisoners could be a liability to them. I shrug. I have no idea how they'd look at it, to be honest. Hmm. But you seem to be pretty sure that uh, uh, the Nobles affair are going to kill their prisoners. Tell you what, let, let me talk to Casper about it and see if we can arrange something better for them. If you're going to do that, just 
Don't do anything stupid. Me? I never do anything stupid. Actually, Rock, do you want to go with him? <laughs> uh, no, I'm fine. I welcome uh, the company if anyone wants to join me. Uh, so you I can don't, see I, how I, fabulous I do at negotiating. I, I don't want. I don't want to be babysitter, but I'll be babysitter if I have to. Let Let me put it to you this way: before you go, Astro, one other thing. We don't have any information on these noblest affair guys, right? Nothing. Their name, at best. Now, granted, the corporations probably have more, but where do we get our information from? Um. I, on them, I, I I don't know. I mean, it's the different ne- uh, networks that these corporations circulate information on, right? Um, not sure what you're getting at here. I'm saying that they do whatever it takes to hide what information they can. Sure. The noblest affair. That's, that's impressive, but it also requires taking drastic measures sometimes. Well, maybe, but um, let's at least, if we know that, that they're planning to blow up the mines, um, then I think we at least need to talk to them to see if uh, we can somehow ensure the safety of innocent lives. If, if they really seem unconcerned about it, we can, we can discuss our next actions. But let me just talk to them and see. And see what I can find out. Alright. But I'll keep that in mind. Alright. Hey, uh... Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Uh, I was just asking, uh, if you guys are still going, then perfect. I just wanted to see if you needed me to move you guys to a different scene. What were you gonna uh, say, Jay? I was just going to say to everyone before, it's like, you know, despite everything I just said, I don't think they're in the wrong here. Who, the Nobles Affair? I'll nod. I don't think they're in the wrong either. Um, well, not really. Um, again, I, I, I feel like Sure, they're making a buck, but they're helping people who are being oppressed by an evil mega corporation. Sure. They're doing what they need to do to survive. Wish I knew more of what their overall goals were, but beyond that, I, I just am pointing out what I've noticed from them. Well, um, uh, I'll try to keep an open mind, but you're your concerns about like their possible brutal methods are, are are duly noted, and I think I think I may need to uh, may need to consider. Uh, I don't know what what we're gonna do about the prisoners, uh, but can't just let them get sacrificed. Uh, yeah, I would agree there. All right. right, now I'm done. Um, I won't go uh, talk to Casper right away. I'll I'll sort of uh, fiddle around with the mech. All right. Um, 
Yeah, let's get these fixed up first. So uh, yeah, I imagine you guys are going to head back to the service area first and kind of like regroup there before you move on to do some other things. So um, yeah, you guys get back to your mechs. Um, They're, you know, where they were before. Um, They knew that you wanted supplies made available to you, and it looks like they've already done that a little bit. Um, You see some hand carts uh, with various ammunitions and plating uh, that seems to um, have been like brought up alongside uh, the the various platforms. Um, This doesn't seem like it was all of what you were told you would get, just like the the initial parts of what's been brought over to you. Amongst the people who have been bringing things over, um, there is a woman who's like standing by one of the hand trucks um, that has like a bunch of things on it uh, who seems to be waiting for you all. Hi there. Ah, hi. Uh, Are you all? uh, It doesn't have a name here. Uh, who, Who are you all? Um, we're the crew of the DBC. Okay. Uh, great. And, uh, it looks like you've just signed on for some packages. I've got everything, uh, moved along here for you. Um, she like looks over the four of you and then she just says, uh, I think, uh, I think uh, one of you signing for it should be okay. I will do it as our fearless leader. All right. So uh, uh, Astro, as you approach this woman to like sign the the data pad she has for like the delivery of things she's brought with her um, as you're signing, she very quietly says to you, uh, she just says. Do you need help? Um. Oh, I'll I'll try not to react and continue signing, and I'll say, um, no, do you? <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh, how astro jamming of a sort. Yeah, this, is, this is how he scores with everyone. <laughs> of a sort, yes. I'll, we... I'll 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 point out to some line on the pad and say. Oh, wait, hold on. I don't understand this this uh, uh, part of the document here. Um, uh, allow me to read it a little bit closer. All right. Um, just and to buy myself some time. I think my connection is a little fuzzy right now, but hopefully you can hear me. guys. I, I can I can make yeah. you out and your local recording will be OK. So that's okay. fine. Um, so, yeah, I just say I, I need to reread this section of the document. Um she I'll like say, she like pulls it up between the two of you and like like enlarges that section. Um, and as she's like pointing at various things on the screen, she like leans over and says to you, she says. We work for the same people and I have some information for you. I'll say, is there a place we can meet? Two hours come alone or just your crew make sure you're not followed 
And then she gives like on her little signed document thing. It's it's like a it's like it's like a pad, right? Like she moves the the contract sign out of the way and shows you a small mining camp. And then she just like puts a little dot on one of the buildings in the mining camp, looks at you, makes sure you've seen it and then switches it back to the document you need to sign again. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll burn that into my memory. Um, and I'll, and I'll, then I'll sign the rest of the document and I'll say, it looks like everything's in order here. Thank you. She smiles at you. Uh, and she says, well, if you need anything else, just ask for Jean. She smiles and then she leaves with her empty hand truck. So what, what was the location she indicated on the map? Uh, it appears to be a, uh, storeroom like on one corner of the camp. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll walk back to the rest of uh, the crew smiling and I'll say, well, things are getting a little complicated. What did you do? Um, I'll look around and I'll say, um, let's get closer to Max and I'll, and I'll tell you. Oh, what did you do? And I'll start walking over to the Max. Um, I'll say, um, uh, I'll motion the whole crew over so we can all, we can all hear. Um, um, and I'll say, uh, I'll just tell you guys what happened. Um, that the woman, uh, talked to me covertly about meeting, uh, in two hours by the storeroom and that she said she works for the same people we do. I'll say, so, Manticorp? So, assumedly, this is another Manticorp agent. And if we were hoping to help help this group undetected, uh, that's no longer possible. Thoughts, anyone? Well, I mean, we shouldn't make any assumptions and see what she has to say, but... We should assume the worst. I'm not surprised that there's someone from Manticorp here on the ground. It's possible that the first group wasn't really wiped out. Yeah, she might be someone from that first group. Maybe she Although, escaped from her mech. Thinking from that, you'd think they would recognize someone who, uh... who wouldn't be familiar with them. So this person must have been here from for a long time. A plant or a loyalist? Could be. Yeah. Guess we won't know for sure until we meet with her. But ooh. what did she say about the meeting place? Uh it's just this uh she she indicated a this place on a map. It's a storeroom over in the corner of the uh mining camp. I'll sort of generally motion to it. She said just just um just us, no, obviously. Um, uh, and it's in two hours. Did she ask you to just come alone? Um, uh, did she ask me to come alone? Or did she say uh, just you and your crew? Um, she 
What did she say, Todd? What did she say? (laughs) Jeremy remembers she said either come alone or just with your crew. Okay, yeah, Todd Todd doesn't remember now. Um, She said come alone or just with your crew, right? That's what you said? Yeah. Okay. Um, Um, I would never recommend going alone in a situation like this, but I think all of us moving together at the same time would draw more suspicion. Yeah, let's just um. Send, I would say at least two. Oh, so really? Astro was, plus one. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Give um one more person to come with Astro. Uh, what are we gonna do, guys? Whose side are we on? Well, again, we don't we don't know. She, she's um. Well, I guess it's kind of obvious, isn't it? She's she's Manticore. We still got to hear what she has to say. Well, she's going to say something and then she's going to look for an obligation on our end. So we got to be prepared. Then you tell to handle her. Then you tell a lie. We, we regroup, make a decision, go off from there. This is complicated because if we. Lying? If, it's easy. I do it all the time to you. We, well, no, if we if we're we want to help the people escape this planet. But now we have to deal with a Manticore agent um, who's going to report back what she, what's happened here. Uh, if we were lawless mercenaries, we could just kill her. But that's not the kind of people we are. So how do we deal with this? Duct tape. They were not. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you didn't see that in the contract when you signed up? I was well, the first one to sign up. You think he had a contract for me? <laughs> uh, should have had Torse on earlier. It, it, it was it was more like a Santa Claus thing. Like when you shook his hand, there was like a little fine print on the um on his uh, co- uh coat or something. I don't know. No one okay. knows how Evelyn is up to date on thousands of years old pop culture from Earth. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. There's probably been at least. Five hey, remakes of the. There's five probably, there's the probably been a remake, yeah. Yeah, with I, I, with I, Tim I, Allen too. I, I I guarantee you, by the time two thousand, by the time we're in our golden years, there will at least be a remake of a remake of something, if not a remake of a remake of a remake. Those already <laughs> exist. There's already movies that have been remade twice. Yeah. Okay, then add another level of remakes on that. <laughs> Even more. Um, but I'll say, well, we may be lawless mercenaries, but we're not cold-blooded mercenaries, right, Rock? Uh, I don't think you are, no. (laughs) Rock stares off into the middle distance. (laughs) How do I answer this? (laughs) Uh, Either way... Oh gosh! I think I think you should probably go with uh, with uh, Astro Rock. If push comes to shove, we need to do what we need to do. Uh, I'm gonna keep Evelyn here, and we're gonna try and get the mechs up and running as uh, swiftly as possible with the resources we've been granted. Yeah, maybe that way the- we can move depending on which way the pendulum swings. Yep, that's what I was about to say. I think we need to be ready to move as early as possible. 
And also, I, I feel like I need to say this, but at the same time, I hope you guys are aware of it. Just because they brought us here does not mean we're under we're not under watch. Oh, I, I already assumed that. By either the, the camp or Manticorp. Yep. Now that we know that they're here. So, after a little bit of time... Um, the four of you are there to, to help get things sorted, figure out how you want to divvy up supplies and, um, you're gonna, uh, you know, step away, uh, basically Graham, uh, and Astro, uh, Rock and Astro, um, are going to head off after a couple of hours to the meeting spot, um, while the others stay behind to, uh, continue kind of getting getting your stuff up to ship shape. Um, how are you guys trying to get to your meeting site covertly? Uh, okay, so um, sneakily, um, is it is it um, is it night by any chance? Uh, no, it's probably like late afternoon evening right now. Okay. Um, it was like midday as you made your way across the barrens to get to the mountain. Uh, and then it took you, you know, some more hours to get up the mountain. So, um, the, the meeting place, is there anything else nearby? Like, is there, um, other buildings, um, yeah. but other like there are no there are no trees or anything. There are only the natural rock formation that is the sides of the crevasse that this is all tucked into. All right. Well, I would suggest uh, we don't really uh, try to do anything too sneaky could arouse even more suspicion. Uh, I'll just. um I'll just walk to the storeroom. Maybe, Rock, you wait five minutes and follow. That All right. sound good to you? Your call. All right. Uh, that's what that's what I'll do. So I'll just walk there. Okay. Uh, acting casually. All right. So you make your way to the storeroom. Uh, do you wait outside or do you go in when you wait for rock? Um, I'll, I'll look around. Is there anyone um, nearby? Nearby necessarily. No, it seems like the, the storage areas like on the side of the camp that like doesn't have a bunch of people like living. It's like these are all storage areas on this side. Um, but you don't know when the next person's going to be by. Okay, I'll just lean against the wall and kind of um, fold my arms and, and wait. All right, so like after I'm just a while, taking a little break, you know, uh, Rock, uh, you head in after after giving Astro a bit of a lead. Do you do anything different, or are you just heading straight there as well? Uh, just keeping an eye out for people. Okay. Uh, you head there. Uh, you walk past people. I'd say you get a sense that the camp is. It's not necessarily um, like uh, tumultuous so much as it, like everyone here is antsy. You can tell like everyone feels like they're sitting on their hands to a certain extent. Um, a lot of people like as you pass them seem like 
the the kind of impatience that can only come from like waiting when you have no other choice but to wait so it's kind of like a powder keg a little bit um you get to the storeroom uh astro is waiting outside i'll just wave to you and then i'll go inside all right uh as you both uh kind of like tuck inside the storeroom uh it is a average size storeroom that has just like one hallway that goes off to the right that has like storage lockers in it uh and a bunch of like shelving to the left um there is a person in the room already uh this is um uh this is gene uh the person you just talked to uh, Astro, uh, she's waiting yeah. here for you. Uh, as you guys walk in, uh, you like she was like waiting, leaned up against a wall. She like pushes herself off and walks over when she sees you two enter, and she goes, oh, "Is it good to see you two? You don't have any idea how long I've been waiting. I thought no one was coming." So, uh, Jean, is it right? That's right. How long have you been here? I mean, we moved to the mining camp uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, and and were you part of the first team that Manticore sent? No, no, I'm, 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 I've been here. Wait, so you're not with Manticore? Yes, I'm one of the people who lives here. Oh, okay. Um, but uh are you in contact with them i can be it'll be dangerous though if you need me to get a message out i can do it is that what you need uh we were discussing possibly sending a message to them we're, we're not uh doing anything yet but uh too perhaps. dangerous i get it yeah what was the uh sorry written down but what was the name of the person that i was supposed to check on here for melissa oh right the person that melissa longfellow sent you to find yeah. uh her name is uh jean mariolis <laughs> what a coincidence <laughs> rock's like hey i know a gene <laughs> yeah 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 are you two friends <laughs> are you friends with the other gene <laughs> So you, uh, you know Melissa, then? Oh, uh, yeah, of course I do. We're sisters. Well, oh, no, she had one. Well, we're half-sisters. We didn't meet until we were adults. Oh. Uh, that must be a weird dynamic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's the one who got me my job. So listen, how how did this go down? This whole uh, revolt slash exodus. <sighs> Assume you. I guess you weren't on board, obviously. Well, there's ways. I mean, things have been going that way for a long time. When I moved here three or four years ago. I could already tell the way the winds were blowing, and I mean, that's why they sent me here, to let them know the way the winds were blowing. 
I unfortunately couldn't get a message off planet before this all took place. They were watching everyone super close. I would have just gotten locked up like everyone else. Um, uh, the Manticore sent, sent a team here before us, but, uh, uh, the Nobilis affair, uh, took care of them. Um, yeah, I never even got to talk to them. They never made it far enough. Do you know what uh, their Manticord's contingency plan would be if we also fell? Um, if you all don't report back, I mean, if they've lost two scouting groups, they're just going to send down, I mean, a whole reclamation team, probably. That's what I figured they would do. Well, okay. Um, I'll look at rock. Uh, listen, um, just going to be honest with you. Uh, we don't like what Manticore's doing here. Um, they didn't tell us a lot about our mission and we intend to help get the people off the planet. Now we can get you off the planet too. Um, but we're not going to help Manticore. She just stands there, like, looking at you really oddly. She, like, looks at Rock, looks back at you. I don't, I don't think they've bugged this place. You don't, you don't have to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like some sitcom sound effects would be good right about now. I, I, the uh, the generic laughter. Exactly. I'm I'm not I I'm I'm being serious. Um, listen, we're not Manticore loyalist. Uh, uh, and they offered to pay us more than Manticore was even paying. Um, is that money worth getting Manticorp on your ass? Well, I don't. What did Manticore do to these people? I mean, we really haven't heard the story yet. <sighs> I mean, a lot of it's in locked files. Uh, it's, I mean, seems pretty standard for a hidden mining colony, you know? Like, they don't really have their own independence here. It wouldn't make sense for them to extend that to them. They're Listen. on lockdown. There's limited information in and out it's to protect the secret that's i mean when when their forebears came here and settled the planet they signed a contract i mean i didn't decide what their grandfathers agreed to but they didn't decide what their grandfathers agreed to either well tough cookies if an entire city wants to get up and leave they're obviously being mistreated look I don't know what sob story they told you. I don't know if it was the riot suppression or when they blew up that city block. I, I don't know what they told you to get you on side, but it's not that bad. It seems that bad. Blew up a city block? Well, I mean, it's where the dissenters were holed up. We're not going to let them just take a bunch of hostages. So you're going to kill all the dissenters and the hostages? To send a message, yeah. 
So you see why we're not on Manticore's side here. Honestly, no. You're mercenaries. What does this matter to you? Well, we're mercenaries, but we're mercenaries with a heart of gold. How long have you been in operation? Uh, not too long. You're not supposed to answer that question. Yeah, not for too much longer. If you let your heart decide like that, it'll get shot through with a bunch of bullets. Well, I'll let you know that Manticore sent us here knowing full well we were expendable and would probably die since they'd already sent another scouting party here. I don't know why I'm supposed to be, uh, you know, gunning for them in this situation. You signed a contract. You accepted a job. You knew you were going to do something dangerous. Technically, our job didn't detail how we should handle people that are leaving the city. It was to find out what was happening here. That's right. They didn't give us a lot of details to go on. You don't think that it's in breach of your contract to not let them know this is happening? He doesn't know. He hasn't read the contract. We can let them know what we found. But we're not going to tell them uh, about the people that are leaving. My biggest fear here is if we did do exactly what you're saying right now, then they're just going to kill all of these people. I think that's going a bit far. We don't know they're going to kill all these people. Do you think that it's possible? I think it's possible that their leaders will be made an example out of. They'll probably root out whoever this noble-ass affair is who are helping them and kill them too. But that's the price of doing business. Making it real hard to work with you, lady. This isn't this isn't just business. This is people's lives we're talking about. Entire colony of people. Listen, I don't care about the noblest assholes or Manticore or anything. I care about the lives here. And there's about seven thousand people that want to just leave and not be a part of this. If Manticore wants to bring in new people and start mining out their stuff, then cool. I don't care. But I don't see the reason that these six to seven thousand people have to be literal slaves to them. They get paid. They get housing. They get food. They get water. They live in a state-of-the-art city. And they want to live the, leave the state-of-the-art city. Why do you think that is? They've been tricked. These people, this, this Joyce lady who is running the electric plant, makes them all think that they're going to have a better life on whatever corner of the galaxy planet they're going to take all these people to. They're not going to have anything. They're not going to have support or supplies or they're not going to be connected to the galactic community. They're going to be isolated. At least they won't be under a contract they never agreed to. To use your own words, why should you care? Because this is part of what it means to be in this society. We're all under a contract. We agree that we're going to be 
on their spaceports and follow their rules and buy their products. And we're not going to blow their shit up. We're not going to ruin their bottom line. And that's how we get to have the nice things that we have. If we upset that balance, we get screwed. It's their choice to make, isn't it? She just like takes her hands and like puts them over her face and like just like pushes them like unbelievingly back through her hair. Like she's just having the hardest time in the world understanding what you guys are on, like getting on about. (laughs) (laughs) She like calms down a second and says, all right, if it's self-interest you want to talk about here, what's your plan out of all this? Those ships are taking all those people away. What are you going to do after this? Well, we're really more of a seat of your pants kind of mercenary group. <laughs> yeah, what he said. Uh, also new, very new. I mean, we are getting paid for our help. It's not like we're getting nothing out of this. And what are you going to do with it? I don't know. Sell it on the black market or something. You think that's easy, Astro? She she like she like points at Rock. Like, see, that's my point. That's my point I'm making. (laughs) Or say smart. She could probably figure something out. If you cut yourself off from the lifelines that the corpse put out there, you have to figure all this stuff out for yourself. Are you really ready for that? Well, I don't know, but better that better that than um you know, living under the thumb of the mega corporations. You know, Astro. It's a pretty good movie plot. It is a good movie plot, isn't it? She just looks really confused. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, I uh I think that I think that we are ready to put our lives on the line for 7,000 people. Which, unfortunately, leads us to you, and I'll take out my kill phaser and point it at uh, her. So, as as soon as you go for your weapon, I need you to make a pilot check. Okay. Um, just any sort of pilot check? Tell me what you think so, you are doing here and with what amount of skill. So I'm not I'm not like necessarily I'm not trying to attack her. I, I'm not sure how I can make that clear, but I just want to. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled out an item called a, a kill phaser. Yeah, yeah, I pulled out a thing called a kill phaser. <laughs> That's the name of my sidearm. That's what I have in my sheet. She doesn't know it's called a kill phaser. <laughs> I, I, did, I didn't know it's called a kill phaser. This is the first time I've heard this name. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm just I, I just want to hold it to her like don't move you know like okay. freeze so your intent so can I can yes, I okay can so, I so let me put it this her. way let me put it this way your intent is to draw a weapon on her you're not firing right. you're attempting to draw a weapon on her right I, I will need a it, pilot skill check for this I want to do it uh, quickly so it uh, like all of a sudden she has a weapon on yes. her okay uh, so okay quickness will be the core of your skill check then if you want to what activate about- things that have to do with your quickness now would be the time okay what about um 
taking control. Use uh, force, violence, presence of will, or direct action to take control of a situation. That is this situation, so you better activate it. Yeah, okay, that's great. So I'll use uh, the take control um, take control um, skill trigger. Okay. Um, Anything else? Act unseen or unheard. Can I uh, draw my weapon in an unseen stealthy manner what are the uh what are the examples it gives for the unseen unheard thing um so uh uh, perform a quick action or maneuver without being seen or heard such as picking a pocket unholstering your gun hey exactly does that sound like the thing you're doing (laughs) that does sound like the thing i'm doing okay so you should probably activate that as well okay and finally, can I charm her too? Like, wow, absolutely look at this not. No, sexy man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> With the gun, super no. Do, Sorry, she is not a door. Super no is not the <laughs> super no is the answer. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm, now shot. we're gonna we're gonna set up the wrists ahead of time. Uh, this is a risky check, uh, which means there are consequences if you get less than a twenty. Okay, um, but you will have a success on a ten plus. Okay. Um, uh, um, give me one second. Uh, da, 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 da. I just want to make sure there's nothing else I need to apply to this. Uh, I just can't imagine how you're going to apply I'm, to your I'm friend not there, going Jay. To, I'm not going to consider this difficult. So, you've named your goal. Unholstering your gun and threatening her with it. Uh, like aiming it at her. Yeah. Uh, I've decided the consequence of failure. Uh, determine which triggers activate. You're activating two different triggers for plus two and plus two. Um, you now go to. Uh, <laughs> now you go to uh, rolling your pilot check plus your two things. And it is risky. Uh, so there will be consequences on less than a 20. All right. Um. I don't know how to do two triggers in roll 20, so I'll just, just a plus one and four. make it a plus four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and hold on. Why is it? Turn the accuracy off. All right. Here we go. Ten. Ten. That was the minimum you needed to at least succeed. Yeah. Um, let me just pull out risky. Okay, so you get consequences anyway. Um, So what happens here is she sees you going for your kill phaser just in time. Uh, She reaches back and she has something tucked into her waistband uh, as she draws her holdout pistol uh, and aims it directly at you at the same time. You're not now just threatening her with your gun. You are aiming guns at each other. Okay. What's uh what's what's Rock doing? Wanna make this a Mexican standoff? I would like to sigh and roll my eyes and then slowly with both my hands up walk towards the both of them, like in between them, and then just slowly set my hands on either of their guns and then just point them both down. Alright. Uh, you, you will need to do something to like, if you want to make a skill check to make her amenable to this, like, so that uh, it, sure. so she doesn't like react hastily to, to you moving. Uh, 
I'll use show off and charm. Okay, those are both acceptable here. Uh, 22. That is nice. that is fine. Uh, you walk up and you slowly lower both of their weapons. She doesn't put it away, but she does like back away from the two of you. She has like her hands on her gun, but the, it's pointed towards the floor right now. She says, don't get any ideas. I know how to use this. I, I know how to use mine, too. Debatable for both. Of you, yeah, I, but I that's not the point here. <laughs> Astro doesn't hasn't revealed the secret. It's a prop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think those things. It shoots out a little either. flag that says "bang." <laughs> <laughs> Point here is that I don't think either one of those is going to help either one of us. This is coming from somebody with an assault rifle behind him. Um, we're. G- we're going to have to tell Casper about you. Why? Because if we don't, she's reporting, she's going to report back to Manticore and these people won't be able to get off the planet in time. She won't. One of the other people that she is here with will, right? She like looks suspiciously back and forth between the two of you. What are you saying? I'm not dumb enough to think that you're the only non-supporter here out of 7,000 people. She's not just a non-supporter. She's sent by Manticore to um, to uh, survey the situation here. A year She's before the deal began? That's what she told us. That is what she told us, right? Uh, as far as you're aware, she has been living here for three years. Didn't she say she was sent by Manticore to as their contact? Yes. To keep tabs on things? Yep. Uh, but what what Astro, uh, Astro, what Rock is saying is she was here before this most recent thing happened. Like, she's been part of this community for years. Right, but she's not just, like, another miner here. She, she's specifically a contact with Manticore. That's, sure. that's the difference I'm... That's a no, no, I understand. My point is that she's not the only one. Uh, hey, guys, you know what I just realized going back a little bit? I don't think any of you were off by more than one, so this doesn't matter. Remember that you have grit now. Oh, yeah, that's, oh, that's you're a good right. point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it would add it automatically, but it doesn't. Maybe Where did you make the roll from? My character sheet. Uh, let's see. Is your character at the cur- character sheet at the correct level? Yep. I don't see it in the role when I mouse over it. Maybe we can it isn't. Into that after. Yeah. Uh, I'm just I'm just letting you know because I yeah. just realized it. I, I'm looking know. at the big picture of comment I have in CompCon, and I'm just looking at this giant plus one, and I'm like, oh right, there is a one there, huh? <laughs> well, listen. I think that we can make a deal here. The deal is you let us get these people off the planet and we'll stop them from blowing up the mines. She, like, thinks about it. I think that could work. I look over at Astro. How's that sound? Sounds sounds good. I was a little hesitant about blowing up the mines anyway 
Cool. Because uh, it sounds like we're going to be pissing off everyone. Then. Manticore, noblest assholes. And... I don't right. know. Are you mad at us? We pointed a gun at you. Of course you are. Yep, we pissed off everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but it does save the most people. I'll holster my kill phaser. She. I am not going to get used to that. <laughs> I do my. Uh, she like. My. She takes the. She takes her gun. You see her put the safety back on it, and she tucks it into like the back of her waistband and pulls her shirt down over it. But if we get any idea that you went, um, crying back to Manticore about what's going on here. Oh, it deals well, off. Anything's I mean, on the table. We're not going to. Because huh? I'm going to stay with her. Staying with her this whole time? Yep. Oh, well, your funeral. No offense. I mean, I trust you well enough that you, you know, go along with the deal because it's best interest for you and everything but you understand I can't just not keep an eye on you with everything she sighs looks at you and says with a bunch of suicidal self-sacrificing mercenaries I think this is the best deal I'm gonna get finally a decent compliment <laughs> they never thanked us for killing those things before, by the way. They did. They they did on the way they, back. Yeah, they definitely did. Yeah. Oh, I missed that. Though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they use that as a springboard to be like, "Thanks for that." You know, we were up north dealing with other shits, and we're losing a couple turrets every few days. And it was like the beginning of that conversation. It didn't seem sincere enough. Yeah. They, yeah. I mean, that's really the thing. It's like it's like, oh yeah, they said thank you, but they, did really they mean it. it? suspicions all right well all right sorry. well i'm gonna say with that mini crisis averted and with you figuring out the uh situation uh at the mining camp we're gonna go ahead and call it there for the other half of this session when we come back in our next recording, we will figure out what you are and aren't doing on behalf of the uh, people of the planet. All right, Sounds so much, good. so much intrigue. Very exciting. Dun dun dun. <laughs> oh. We're definitely on track to becoming like a Firefly crew. We've just burned all our bridges. Um, <laughs> so we've only got one on bridge left. It's yeah. not a very big one, though. <laughs> Gotta keep the little bridges. <laughs>